name is Patrick McGilvray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, sports nutritionist, master life coach, and weight loss coach for runners. I've dedicated my life to helping runners just like you properly fuel your body and your mind so you can get leaner, get stronger, run faster, and run longer than you ever thought possible. This is Running Lean. Hey there, and welcome to episode 216 of Running Lean. My name is Patrick McGilvray, the weight loss coach for runners, and today, an alternative way to fuel long distance running. So as runners, we've been told over the last 40 years or so that the only way to fuel for running is with carbohydrates. Carbs, loads and loads of carbs. Eat lots of carbs every day. Carb load the day before you run. Carb up in the morning pre-run. Consume ample carbs during your run. And then, of course, you're going to want some carbs for recovery after your run. This has been the standard approach since the 1980s but it's definitely not the only way to do things. The thing is this approach just doesn't work for everyone. Some people, like me, gain a lot of weight eating all those carbs, regardless of how much we run. So in this episode, I offer an alternative way to fuel long distance running, one that doesn't cause you to gain all that weight in the process. But first, I know I share a lot of information here on the podcast about nutrition, weight loss, improving your running, If you're new to the podcast, it can probably feel a little bit overwhelming and you're like, I don't even know where to start with all this. And if that sounds like you, totally cool. I got you covered. I created a free training. It's about an hour long. It's a video that you can watch. You can check it out anytime. It's called Five Simple Steps to Becoming a Leaner, Stronger Runner. In this video, you're going to learn the basics of nutrition, strength, endurance, and mindset, all these things that are geared towards you, the long distance runner. So if you're ready to get leaner, If you're ready to get stronger, if you're ready to become the most badass version of yourself, I know you are, then this free training is exactly what you need to get started. Just go to runningleancoaching.com and click on free training. Okay, so let's talk about an alternative way to fuel long distance running. Why do I I want to talk about this today? Because I keep hearing from runners and I keep reading uh, articles online and social media posts for runners that talk about eating all the carbs. And I'm like, gosh, are we still talking about this? Since the 1980s, the carb loading approach has been the the gold standard, so to speak, for runners. Just eat all the carbs and and you're going to be fine. And most coaches teach this approach. Most experts, quote unquote experts, teach this approach. Um, When I got my running coaching certification, when I went through my coaching certification program, I was taught this approach. And this approach is fine and it does work for some people, but it doesn't work for everybody. For some of us, like me, Eating all those carbs cause us to gain a lot of weight in the process, you know, and I'm not against having carbohydrates. In fact, I think using carbohydrates strategically for running is a great tool. It's a really good tool that you have in your tool belt. Why not use the carbohydrates as fuel, especially for the higher intensity stuff or races, but eating all the carbs all the time Uh, is what we've been taught. And it just doesn't work for everybody. You know, I'm one of those people that is very sensitive to carbohydrates. You know, I, I eat carbs and I gain weight. And so 
if if I just take this standard approach to fueling for long distance running, I balloon up 40 more pounds, 50 more pounds, whatever. You know, I've shared this before where I was training for ultra marathons, I was running all the time, I was doing a ton of mileage and gaining weight in the process. You can't outrun the wrong diet, right? So for me, the all carbs all the time approach, while I loved it, <laughs> who doesn't love eating carbs all the time? Oh, pizza? Sure. Ice cream? Yep. That's going to be, I mean, I'm, I'm a runner, so I got to eat this stuff, right? Spaghetti all the time. Like I was just, I was eating tons of bread and pasta um, and sugar. Like this is my diet, you know, it was like a 90% carbohydrates, you know, <laughs> And, and I just kept gaining weight and gaining weight. And I was like, wow, even though I was running a ton, you know, I was training for ultra marathons and running ultra marathons regularly and then gaining weight in the process does not make sense, right? Is, aren't you supposed to lose weight when you, when you start training? Um, well, the wrong diet won't allow that to happen, right? So the wrong diet will, will cause the, the weight to continually um, stack up. So for me, this this all carbs all the time approach is one that I I tried and it just didn't work for me, you know. Um, I also found that I would crash and burn during long distance events, and I'm like, what's going on here? Because I'm I'm using all the fuel, you know. I'm I'm taking all the gels and I'm eating. I'm preloading with carbs and doing all this stuff, but I keep crashing and burning in mile 18 to 22 of a marathon, you know. And I was like, this, this isn't working. Like there's gotta be a different approach here. Okay. And there is, there are, there, there is an alternative approach. There are probably multiple other approaches that you can take, but there's one specific that I want to talk about today. One that doesn't require eating all the carbs all the time. And one that doesn't require you to gain a bunch of weight in the process, if that's you. And listen, if you're the kind of person that can eat all those carbs and not get any weight and it works really well for you, then keep doing your thing. Keep doing that. Hats off to you. <laughs> but if you're somebody that's like, yeah, Patrick, that really doesn't work for me, then listen up. Because here's the different approach you want to take. You want to get yourself fat adapted. So we're talking about this concept of fat adaptation. Fat adaptation means that you train your body to burn your stored body fat as fuel for long distance running. When you stop eating all the sugar and all the carbs constantly, you give your body a chance to tap into your stored body fat as fuel. So the way this works, essentially, is think about your uh, different fuel sources in your body as like a fuel tank. And the top layer of that fuel tank is what gets burned first. And that top layer is going to be sugar, essentially, glucose, glycogen, that kind of stuff. So that is going to be burned first. And as long as that's available, that is what's going to be uh, constantly burned. Okay. And so the concept behind the all carbs all the time thing is like you want to keep that top layer of the tank filled at all times so that you're constantly always burning that. The problem is that when you run out of that, Maybe you get to mile 20 of the marathon and you are you just haven't done a good job of keeping up with the, the amount of carbs that you need uh, for that event or you haven't trained yourself to metabolize carbs that to that extent. That top layer of the tank is going to run out and then you're going to crash because you don't, you don't have access to that lower 
portion of the of the gas tank, which is the biggest portion, I'm going to say it's probably like 90% of that gas tank is going to be your fat stores. But you don't have access to that because you haven't trained your body to use that fat as fuel, like the pathways are not there. So what happens is that when you stop eating the sugar and the carbs all the time, you start to train your body to use the alternative fuel source, the fat stores, the, the stored body fat. You know, we all eat some, um, you know, we all eat food and some of that energy that we consume gets used towards working muscles. Some of that energy gets stored as fat to be used later as fuel. The problem is we've just gotten so far away from using our stored body fat as fuel. It's kind of like we just constantly put wood on the wood pile, but we're never burning the wood. It just keeps stacking up. That's our fat stores just getting bigger and bigger. So when you train yourself to tap into those stored, uh, to your stored body fat as fuel, now you have this like almost unlimited fuel source for running. So that's the concept of fat adaptation. You're removing the sugar and the carbs, that that initial, like, let's say 10%, and, and I'm kind of making these numbers up, but just think of it like, you know, we only have the capacity to store like 2,000 calories as um, of energy as glucose, but we have our body fat can, can store hundreds of thousands of calories of energy as stored body fat. So just know that, yeah, it's probably like 10% and 90%, something like that. It's probably more like 99 and, and uh, 1% or something. Okay. Anyway, um, so we want to get ourselves fat adapted. We want to be able to adapt to using that stored body fat as fuel. Okay. Now, People hear this and they're like, oh, that's crazy. That's just some weird fringe thing. It's probably a fad. It's going to go away. Listen, we've been doing this for millennia as human beings. We've been doing it for more than millennia, for like millions of years. Fat burning is our natural state as human beings. You know, we, we store some of that energy we consume as body fat and we use it when we're not eating. This is the way the human body is designed. You know, there's periods of feasting and there's periods of fasting. During those periods of fasting, we should be tapping into our stored body fat as fuel. Humans are really good at this. We are naturally really good at using fat as fuel and we're naturally good distance runners. Like we, we used to be hunter-gatherers. We used to be... Um, uh, persistence hunters. So we would, we would chase down prey and we would outrun them, not from a speed perspective, but from a, a time perspective, like we would, you know, um, cut a antelope out of the herd or whatever, and they might be able to outrun us in the short distance, but over time, like over hours and days, we would run them down to where they just, they would die of exhaustion, you know, poor antelope, I know, but Good for us because now we have this uh, a nutrient dense meal that would that would uh, sustain us, you know. So the human body is designed to use that stored body fat as fuel during those times when we didn't have the the other food coming in. Okay, so to say that oh you have to consume all the carbs, all the pasta, all the bread all the time just to be able to run. That's actually the new thing. That's actually the weird fad thing that we've only been doing for the last 40 years or so. 
right? I mean, isn't that interesting that people look at this fat burning thing and they're like, oh, you know, that's not the way you should do it. And I'm like, well, listen, we've been amazing runners for millions of years as humans, and we never had to eat all the pasta and bread and gels and stuff like that. Why now does it, should we have to do that? Okay. So not only is it not a fad thing or some weird approach, like there are elite runners that have adopted this approach for years and years and years, and they're at the top of their game, you know? I'm going to mention a couple of them here, and I've talked about these guys before on the po- on the podcast here. Um, and there's countless others too, but these guys just are kind of like the top, you know, the, the top 1% or whatever. Jeff Browning, he's an ultra runner. He's finished nearly 200 ultra marathons in his career. He's had over 40 career ultra marathon wins, 29 of those at the 100 mile plus distance, making him uh, second in the world for the most 100 mile wins in history. Um, ranked seven times in the top 10 of Ultra Running Magazine's North American Ultra Runner of the Year, uh, ranked third in Ultra Running Magazine's North American Ultra Runner of the Decade. He holds multiple course records, including the Moab 240 course record, and he is a low-carb, uh, low-carb, high-fat kind of, he takes that approach to his training. You know, he's he's very vocal about his uh, fat-burning approach, his fat-adapted approach to ultra-running. You know, he doesn't consume all the sugars and all the gels and all the pasta and all the carbs, all right? And um, another one that comes to mind is Mike McKnight. He's an ultra runner. He specializes in the 200-mile distance. And he posts several wins every year for different events. Um, He's kind of known because he ran 118 miles while consuming zero calories. Zero calories. He ran 118 miles. He was just relying on his own stored body fat for fuel. And he's a pretty pretty lean guy, you know? He's amazing. Uh, and, and I actually tried this. I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to I'm going to give this a shot. I didn't do 118 miles, but I did two marathons and a 50K ultra marathon on zero calories just to say, like, oh, can I even do this? Yeah, I could do it. And I was fine. Really? No problems whatsoever. And then, of course, there's Zach Bitter. He's an American ultramarathon runner. He specializes in the 100 miler distance and he's done like over 60 ultras. He's known for his low-carb diet, which he uses for training and racing nutrition. He uh, had the record for the 100-miler at one point of 11 hours, 19 minutes, and 13 seconds. I'm going to say that one more time because that is a crazy number. He ran 100 miles in 11 hours and 19 minutes. (laughs) That's insane. Um, He's the holder of the 12-hour American record at 104.88 miles. Um, uh, he, uh, claims the hundred mile and 12 hour world records at the six days in the dome event in Milwaukee in 2019, um, competed for team USA's world hundred kilometer team three times. So these are guys, these are just some of the guys who are benefiting and they're, uh, they're elite athletes who are at the top of their game and they're taking this low carb, approach to distance running. They're not consuming all the carbs all the time. Yeah, they do use some carbs for their events 
and they'll tell you, you know, you can check them out, go to their websites, check them out on social media. They have podcasts and stuff like that. You can totally listen to what these guys say. Um, and they'll tell you they do like maybe, you know, 30 to 50 grams of carbs per hour for these events, which is not a lot. Um, but they're not eating all the carbs all the time. They're, they're taking this fat adaption, fat adaptation approach to, uh, to running and it's working really, really well for them. Okay. Um, another thing to consider here is that if your goal is to lose weight, then this is a great way to lose weight because listen, if you want to lose weight, what do you got to do? You have to burn the fat, right? We're not talking about weight loss. We're talking about fat loss. So you have to burn the fat. If you are burning the fat, you are losing weight. And it's really hard to burn the fat when you're on that super high carb runners type of diet, right? Because of the whole fuel source prioritization, you know, you're going to burn through the glucose first, then you're going to tap into the fat, but you got to like, you got to eliminate that, that top 1% or whatever of your fuel tank. So if fat burning is the key to weight loss, which it is, wouldn't you want a diet that makes fat burning the priority? Yes, you would. <laughs> when you eat for fat burning, uh, your running improves, your endurance Im improves, and you lose weight in the process, right? So if you're somebody who is interested in losing weight, this approach might work for you. It may be something you want to consider, okay? And, and listen, when we talk about a low-carb approach to fueling, a low-carb diet, a low-carb, uh, you know, uh, nutrition approach. A lot of people think, you know, you're talking about keto or doing no carbs or carnivore or something like that. No, it's not about that. It's about finding the right amount of carbs that keeps you burning fat while also helping your running because carbs are helpful for running, right? You don't have to be Mike McKnight and do the zero calories thing, um, but it's cool that the human body can do that, you know? Um, that's fat adaptation at its most impressive, like what that guy does, right? And by the way, this guy is not fat, right? You don't need a ton of body fat to be able to use your own stored body fat as fuel. Even the leanest of athletes can benefit from fat adaptation as an approach, okay? So this doesn't mean that you're never eating any carbs. You can still eat some carbs. Um, I use carbs for fuel and I encourage my clients to use carbs for fuel, but we prefer like whole foods sources of carbs. You know, we might be talking about bananas or sweet potatoes or rice or something like that, right? And obviously everybody's a little bit different and you have to kind of experiment with what works for you. But there's um, there's tons of great options just from the natural world, like and and sticking with whole foods sources of carbohydrates is great. Now I get it that when you're, in, in a, an event, like you can't carry a bunch of sweet potatoes or bananas with you. I mean, it's just really not that convenient. Um, but what's cool is that there are a bunch of brands out there that cater to the low-carb endurance athlete. And they have entire product lines that are geared towards helping you fuel for running while maintaining that fat-burning state. So like Hammer Nutrition is one, you can, S Fuels, Muir Energy, and there's a bunch of other brands out there and new ones coming out all the time. So it's a very encouraging thing that there are uh, companies out there that are that are gearing their product lines towards 
the low-carb endurance athlete, okay? Now, just like I said at the beginning of this podcast that the uh, high-carb approach isn't for everyone, just like that, like the fat-adapted approach probably isn't for everyone. So I'm not going to come out here and say that everybody should do this and everybody will benefit from this. Some people do really fine eating all the carbs and the sugar and the gels, and they never have to worry about gaining weight. And if that's you, that is amazing. That's definitely not me. But if you struggle with losing weight and you love running, then this might be approach that you want to try. You know, the only way you can tell if it works for you if or if you enjoy it or if you can do this as a lifestyle is to give it a shot. You might see the weight start to come off. You might experience running feeling easier than ever before. You might see your energy levels are better all day long, no more afternoon crashes. You might begin to think more clearly, be, be able to focus and concentrate better. And as always, if you want help with any of this, you can always reach out to me. You can go to my website, runningleancoaching.com. Every day I help runners get fat adapted, lose weight, improving their running performance and make all this a lifestyle. So whatever approach you take, cool, but it has to be something that is sustainable for you because if it's not sustainable for you, it's not going to work because this stuff takes time. You know, if you if you want to lose weight and you want to you know, improve your diet, improve your nutrition, um, improve your running and, and your nutrition for running specifically, then you're going to have to take a little bit of time to figure out what works for you. And it has to be something that you can do sustainably long term, right? So I work with my clients, we work together to make sure whatever they're doing is something that they can do on their own, like for good, right? It's not about quick fixes, but lifestyle changes, right? Being fit and healthy isn't a destination we're trying to get to. It's how we live our life, okay? Um, consider the fat adapted approach. I think it's amazing. It works really well for me and countless people that I work with. Eh, give it a shot. You never know. That's all I got for you today. Love you all. Keep on running lean and I will talk to you soon.